Good afternoon, Patriots, and it's Wednesday, January 19th, and we're headed in for a bended knee prayer to wage spiritual war across this world like we're going to do and do so well. So welcome, everybody. What a great day. Hey, just a quick announcement. I'll announce it again tonight. I just finished a fantastic interview with Sean at SGT Report. If you know Sean, he's in one of the best channels out there right now, I think. And that's going to be up, I think, Friday, but I'll let you know. He's, he's working on it, trying to get it out this week. And then we're going to have Sean over here soon on our show. So that's awesome. Just expanding that connections of truth across the Patriot movement, and it's just fantastic. So make sure and support him when you get a chance. Patriots, we're in a really interesting time right now, and it's a combination of goodness and potential evil. So we've really got to watch our paths. And what this is really is that we're looking at a place in time when the truth movement, the push pursuit of truth, has shaken the establishment and shaken the elite, and they're starting to show signs of having to give. And that's things like today we got announced that Boris Johnson is now rescinding all the mask mandates, and he's not he's going to let them expire. But notice the time frame. Everything's in like the next month or two. Uh, the Pfizer CEO is telling you that there's we're going to be back to normal in about two months. You have a lot of these things happening that are making it appear as though there's big wins on the horizon. I'm going to caution everybody always to be careful how quickly we move to that conclusion of victory versus a, 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 a the battle or the war rather than just a simple victory in a battle. It's very important. These people are devious, and it's important to remember how devious they are. They will not let go or give up easily. I can't stress that enough. Right now, my my feeling is that there's as the truth is percolating up because it's unavoidable, their, their COVID narrative is broken, but it's not just a normal narrative. When we deal with a narrative issue and, and, and truth percolates up, people step back and they start to reassess their lives. This time, the truth is going to be devastating. The truth is going to tell people that, by the way, that shot you took, it screwed you up for the rest of your life and there's no undoing it. By the way, that that genetic modifying injection you took, it's going to cause you cancers or it's going to cause you blood clots or it's going to terminate your life early. That's a rage and a, an absolute anger that's going to percolate up. And in my opinion, this is one of their counterattacks against us, is that they've planted the, the trap that people took, and now, as this percolates up, they want to see this rage firm, ferment up and overflow to cause violence in society, to give them justifications to start retracting more rights and taking away guns or whatever else they're going to do. So we have to be very cautious about embracing whatever they do. I think it's very well said in Ephesians 4, 17, as we t listen to the perspective on the Gentiles. And these are the same. These are the same types of people. So I say this and I affirm in the Lord that you are no longer just, you no longer walk just as the Gentiles also walk in the futility of their minds, being darkened in their understanding, excluded from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them, because of the hardness of their heart. And they, having become callous, have given themselves up to indecent behavior for the practice of every kind of impurity with greediness. 
that is what we're dealing with. So when we deal with this with naivety, we're going to be we're going to be lambs up for slaughter. But we're reminded in Ephesians 4:25 of what we have within us and the importance of how we walk. Therefore writing ourselves of falsehood, excuse me, therefore ridding ourselves of falsehood, speak truth each one of you with his neighbor because we are parts of one another. Be angry and yet do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your anger and do not give the devil an opportunity. Those are so important as words. We have to be cognizant of the fact that anger is their tool along with fear to control people. And they will do with all of those nasty things. They will use that in the hardness of their heart because they are literally darkened in their understanding, and they have excluded God from their very being. This is a walk that as we approach them with naivety, they love to exploit. They see God's children easy to manipulate. They see God's children easy to be fooled. The thing is that when we're walking with Christ, there is no fooling truth. Truth sets within a relationship and an intimate relationship with Christ Jesus. And as we have that in that powerful walk that we make, we are literally the ones who have dominion over all evil. And I think that's a very important perspective to keep in mind as we are reminded in Luke 10:19. Behold, I have given you authority to walk on snakes and scorpions and authority over all the power of the enemy and nothing will injure you. But that also requires that we give ourselves completely in truth and trust to Christ Jesus and Christ to the Father. We have to do that. Therefore, we are in that process, we are given discernment, but it also is an active process of our faith in our life. We can't just set ourselves aside and say, okay, I'm just going to pray and everything's going to be good, or say, I'm going to go to church on Sunday and I'm going to sit in the pew and get my, my, my salvation and walk out. That is not the way we are intended to walk. We are in an active war. We always have been. It's just now we're finally awakening to how much is here. And the light is shining. It's exposing the darkness. We have to ask the hard questions. We have to step away from the idolatries. We have to look at what has happened to us and demand answers and truths and not accept partial answers or, or surface responses. It's not good enough. Uh, whatever Boris Johnson's deal is today about rescinding the mask requirements, okay, so mark that up as a small victory, but don't consider that the victory of the end of the war or suddenly the, the great awakening is here. Here's the truth. When everybody awakens to what has happened to them in the injection, that's the beginning of the great awakening. It is not the great awakening. And we haven't even hit that point yet. But they know it's coming. And this is one of the reasons that they are continuing to panic. It's one of the reasons, in my opinion, that they are continuing to modify these offerings to the people as if we're stupid plebes and we're out here they're saying well we'll just give them a little bit of this don't don't mandate the masks don't mandate the injections right now let them be their free will they still have the full objection of objective of enslaving us don't ever forget that these people are not giving in and we haven't won yet but we will win as long as we stay active in our pursuit of truth and our relationships through christ and to father that's where we gain our upper ground and our upper hand, and we will achieve that victory. God has got this. I just want to make sure I'm at the end with him, as we all should be. So right now, and in the process of all of this, 
Let us completely focus on the reality that we are in a war, not in some sort of preschool game and not some sort of board game or video game. This is a real active war. And what's at stake right now are our souls and our freedom or our enslavement. Let us pray. It is time for the three ele- the 111 prayer. Heavenly Father, we are gathered here today as we do now once a week in bended knee to come before you and to begin, Father, in this day to ask for the repentance for our nation. Father, we ask for the, the repentance for the crimes that have been done to our children and to our, uh, to our elderly. Lord, we, have, we are in a war right now where that war is being waged upon our children and our elderly as the prime targets to corrupt their very genetics and soul and to kill off those that carry the class of wisdom and knowledge. Lord, we can't be honest to you and say that we've done all that we can do. And so we do seek forgiveness for those things, those choices that we've made that have kept us off of that path, that focus on protecting those that cannot protect themselves, protecting the innocent. We pray for the parents that are delusioned and held into this darkness of thinking that it's okay to, or a must to bring their children into this sacrificial injection, not realizing or maybe realizing, but nonetheless, Lord, whatever the motive, we pray for their, their hearts to be cracked open because we know that what they're doing is in sacrificing their children to Baal, Moloch, or Baphomet. Lord, we ask that in this time that these these spells of control over people's mind be broken, that it be cast out, that the darkness be be split open and light can enter in that true greatness of all you bring to expose the truths that cannot be denied, to bring forth the knowledge that must be accepted, those undeniable truths and knowledge that will help people awaken and seek you, Father. Lord, in this time, as we stand boldly as your children, as your remnant in this war, we, we ask for the continued strength and opportunity, Lord, to stand before these and before those and to truly speak the truth, as is said in Ephesians 4, 25, to speak truth, each one of you within his, with his neighbor. And let us find those opportunities, Lord, that you will present us with to speak the truth to our neighbor, to our brethren, to our fellow man. Lord, let give us the words as we fight this fight to speak this truth in such a way that we can open up the darkened hearts, that we can crack the encasement, the hardness of the heart that has been fostered there by the deceptions of the Gentiles, to literally bring people back from that cusp of, of walking in fear and meandering in a de- desert of darkness and shadows, to introduce them and show them the love and freedom and sovereignty that comes through our relationship through Christ Jesus. Lord, in this time, more than ever, we need that strength. We need your guidance. We need your blessings in this time as we confront this enemy one-on-one with our, with our fellow brethren to shake them from that darkness and open up their eyes to what has really happened. And Lord, we ask for your grace, your compassion, and your temperance as we become those that will watch as others awaken and often awaken with much of the pain. Let us be there to guide them, to prevent them from seeking the vengeance and the anger that is the deeper trap of all of this. Let us come together as humanity to step away from that vile forces that are trying to draw us in again to the circle of destruction and pain. 
We accept that this evil needs to face justice. In fact, we pray for justice, justice with the most devastating hand. We pray for your guidance in that and your hand in that, that we can sever the control that the, these dark evils have, have set upon us and those that are worshiping those dark evils to cast that aside and to rupture that. But Lord, what we pray now is that the is people awaken to what has been happened to the has been done to them. We pray, Lord, that you can guide us to be with them and guide them to us, that we can guide them with your blessing and with your love to that relationship and fellowship with Christ that will keep us as a humanity together, not divided, but united in our love and pursuit of you, Father. These times are going to be very challenging. Truths are brutal. And when one has been living in darkness, we know that truth can be life-changing. It can break souls. It can break wills. Let us not let that happen, Lord, as much as we can to be there to find that comfort in one another. Never has so much been asked of so few, but by, by so many, Lord. And we are in that point now when we are confronting a crisis of awakening that was intentional by design to ultimately levy a blow that hopefully in the eyes as our enemy seeks that would we would never be able to recover from, that would divide us infinitely. Lord, we have many challenges ahead to heal and to find healing of soul and healing of body for those that made the poor choice, to made the choice to walk away from you and trust in an injection, to trust in the words of false prophets and false shepherds. And we ask that those that spoke those words face the judgment before you, Father, and we face it now. Lord, we ask that you are here with us to make this happen, not to wait and push it out years ahead, but bring that judgment and that time to us now. And we stand boldly, Lord, to face that ourselves. We put ourselves before you humbly, knowing that we are not perfect, but that we still walk this path, Lord, in pursuit of that deeper and intimate love of you and to try to bring as many of your children home within the grace and the love that you provide. So, Lord, guide us, protect us in this time. Give us the strength to stand unwavering, to never bow to a single man, to shed ourselves of the idolatries that pollutes our vision and distorts our way of walking in this world to face those brutal truths, those honest truths in this world, to live truly by that path of purity in the heart. And in Lord, in so doing, to free ourselves from the connections and burdens and baggages of this, this institutions that we are living within, to continue to seek that higher road, that road through the narrow gate, to continue to connect ourselves deeper within the walk in the body of Christ, and Lord, in so doing, to raise up so many that are around us so that we bring everybody home as one. We are reminded again in so much of Scripture that we are of one, not of one another, altogether, not one individually. So Lord, we thank you. We're humbled for what you've given. We're humbled by your grace. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Patriots, this is the time that we have to continue to pray more and more. We have to continue to come together where two or three or more are gathered to pray and to bring that force into this world. When we come together with Christ in our presence, we're creating energy, we're creating momentum, we're creating power of God in this world. And the more that we can do that and, and work together to that, we are shaking the foundations 
of what evil has created and bringing forth the power of what God has intended. It's a beautiful time to be alive. It's a beautiful time to be here where we are part of such biblical moments, a a moment to literally transform the world, not by the hand of steel or the sword of steel, but by the sword of truth and to truly levy that and wage that with true intent as a warrior to be precise with our words, remembering that words bring life and words bring death, but to be precision in our attacks, to be focused in our intent, to walk with intent in all that we do, to live and breathe with intent in all that we do. This is the most important part of our time to be focused and intentful in the way that we live our lives, to cast aside as much as we can the influences of distortion and agitation and anxiety to pursue that beautiful relationship with Christ Jesus and in so doing to freeing ourselves in whole in the body temple and the spirit that we are to separate ourselves from what the matrix wants us to become. Let the gifts and talents of God rise up within each of us. Let the gifts and talents of God show us the power that we can bring into this world by trusting in him. And as we do that, we are literally transforming a world in a way that I would say many never thought possible. We are truly in a blessed time with such a time as this, a gift from God that is unprecedented. So keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. Patriots, right now, these prayers every Wednesday, bended knee at 111, are the fundamental part of and a major attack globally. Spread the word. We want to stop the world every Wednesday. Every Wednesday at one eleven, I would love to see, I don't think God would do anything but smile, to see the entire world stop. People getting out of their cars in traffic. People stopping at the grocery center to bow and pray. People pulling over off the side of the road or stopping whatever you're doing in home or at work, whatever you are, bringing the world together in a common prayer at a common time. When we do this, the more we do this, we grow that force, that gloriful place of glory in God's name. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. All we are doing now is trusting in him more deeply, taking the burdens off of us and telling him, Lord, Father, please guide us. Give us that direction and let us humble ourselves before you as you guide us to victory. And he will win. But the beautiful thing is we have such an important mission about this time we're in. He trusts us and he needs us. And with that, victory will be ours shared together. So Patriots, every Wednesday, 111 is bended knee. That will be consistent. 111 Pacific time, 411 Eastern time. The show will always begin at 1 p.m on every Wednesday Pacific time. Tonight, we'll all be on with Bards FM and then again, Fishers of Men after then. So until then or until the next time, God bless, thank you, and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe, to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward 
by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made. Therefore, they can be solved by man. And man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable. And we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push, we climb, we never give in, we become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray, we stand, we live by the words, in God we trust, we fear nothing, we are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath.